0: Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed my show yet on either YouTube or your podcast app, wherever you're listening to my show, make sure to follow, subscribe to it. Uh, If you love my show, give me a five-star review. That always helps. That's a great way to give back to my show. I post three episodes a week, Sunday, Mondays, and Fridays if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody's voices are changed. Okay. So if you want to tell your story while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show, or go to Instagram or Twitter. And follow me. I'm at Strict Anonymous over there. It's at Strict Anonymous. Make sure to follow me over there. You could DM me, give me a little information about what you want to talk about, and I might have you on the show. Uh, if you want to talk to me on the DL, and you don't want it to air, I also offer that. You could send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com, and I'll give you the details of that. You could also call my confessions hotline. I post those confessions over my Patreon. Everybody remains anonymous there. You could call my confessions hotline 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579, 347-420-3579. 3579. You could call that number. Did I say this already? 247. You have four minutes to leave a message if you need more time. Keep going. Call right back. I never answer that line. So don't text me there or call me there for anything other than to be on the show. Or you could also like be on the show by calling there and telling me what you want to talk about or leaving a confessions hotline. So anyway, today I have on Rec. Now, a long time ago, I had on an Uber driver. Or a guest who slept with their Uber driver. Uh, I think that's what it was. Or she slept with a lot of Uber drivers. I forget what it was. Or And I was like, you know, I put a call out. Like, how many times does this actually go down? That Uber drivers are, like, hooking up with their... <laughs> Uh, they're ride share people. And I got a guy who called in to tell me his Uber driver story. He's an Uber driver and he fucked a girl that came into his thing. And he starts off with that, right? We talk about the fact that he's an Uber driver, the fact that he had a girl who was really freaky and he got down with her and exactly what went down. He talks a little bit about a foot fetish that he has. And then he talks about having... Um, a threesome when he was very young, like in high school, and how having that threesome with his guy friend and another girl really wired him to be into seeing his partners, his female partners in the future w- with other men. How he got really into that, and how he got interested in, it and how that threesome in high school did shape him uh he also had another bad thing that happened to him when he was little and he talks about that as well in the beginning and then we get into the fact of uh when he did eventually wind up with a girlfriend and shared her and why he's into it what turns him on about it how seeing her is a turn on and why like i said it sums back a lot From that wiring with the uh, threesome in high school, he also talks about how and why he started cheating on his girl as well and how he feels about hooking up with guys. That stuff goes back to the time that he was taken advantage of when he was younger by another man. That's the thing that happened to him when he was younger. That he talks about as well. And then his feelings about hooking up with guys when he's older. He has an interest in interracial porn, where that stems from. And then uh, he talks about how finding out about cuckolding. And doing a deep dive into it really kind of cleared the air for him because it really put into perspective all the things that he was into and explained to him why he was into it. So anyway, I've been holding on to Rick's episode for a while. He called it a long time ago. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Rick.
2: This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast.
0: Uh, hi Rick! Hi Rick! Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you this morning?
1: I'm great, great. Very excited. Been looking forward to speaking to you.
0: I've been looking forward to speaking with you first because, uh, as well, um, because I did put a, a shout out out there for any Uber driver that watches people have sex or has sex with their people. Like I don't know, there's this whole thing going down that uh, a caller had told me about with his wife having sex with Uber drivers. So it's like, I wonder if other Uber drivers are having these experiences. I figured they were. You wrote in to tell me you have one of those, but then as well as like a lot of other crazy stories, you were cucked by your girlfriend and then there's like a lot of other vanilla, non-vanilla stuff that you do. So why don't we start off with the Uber story and then we'll get into the girl and everything else. Can we just get, right. what is what is going on with the Ubers drivers well, do you fuck one of well, your uh, dr- uh, <laughs> clients what do you call them
1: so this was a one-time occurrence yeah i'll be honest with you i never try to even be flirtatious because i would never want somebody to report me so yeah you're
0: professional that as a gig yeah
1: Ex- extremely so two years ago after the super bowl with the 49ers and the chiefs um i live in the neighborhood where there's a lot of people that Party in a neighborhood. So after the game, I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go out and get some rides." And uh, there's a bar less than two, three miles from where I stay. And I go and pick this passenger up, and she's wearing a Chiefs, Chiefs jersey, right, a Mahomes jersey. Uh, attractive blonde young lady. And the ride wasn't more than seven minutes from her location to where she resided, which happened to be right down the street from my from my apartment. So I just started small talk. and was like, hey, nice jersey, whatever, whatever. And she's kind of giving me a little backstory how she got the jersey, pretty much saying she didn't really care. And then, I mean, I don't want to say things went south, but <laughs> things probably went up. Right as we pull up to her to her apartments, there's a... Um, all of a sudden, she hits me with the, hey, well, you want me to trade you for my jersey? And I'm like, trade you for my jersey? What do you mean, trade you for my jersey? She's all like... You want to fuck me? And I was like, <clears throat> I said, are you serious? And she said, yeah, you want to fuck me? And I was like, where? And she's like, in here. And she, she.
0: Like what? She, she didn't want to pay twice. for the ride? Or she just like, I'm like sorry? She didn't want to pay no, for the I, ride. What was she trading? What do you mean?
1: For, oh, for the Jersey. I didn't, that's what I meant. I was like, what are you trading for? You know, yeah. So she was just propositioning me. Right. And I couldn't believe my ears. So I was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah. So there's literally a, a park right across the street. I made a U-turn. I parked. I put my uh, sunshade up on the front windows because, I mean, I don't want to get popped for something like that, you know, mm-hmm. and possibly get arrested or something. So uh, I parked my car. It's on with the AC on. I jump in the back seat and uh, you know we kind of start going at it. Like she wants me to seduce her, so started making now. You know I run my hands in her pants, start touching her, start fingering her, and I mean she's she's getting turned on. Before you know it, like I got her undressed in the back seat, she like eat my pussy, so I I went down on her, you know like. Uh-huh just i mean i kind of lost all my inhibitions at the time and i started going at it and then we were going at it and then she starts telling me she's all like do you have a friend i want to get fucked by two guys and i'm like oh my god like i got this adrenaline rush and i'm like oh my god what do i do so you know i texted like two or three guy friends i mean it was already close to midnight and like no responses (laughs)
0: trying to call your buddy oh my god even
1: like my best friend that I knew he would be down for something like that. I called him and he's he, he got a girlfriend and two babies or whatever. He kind of had to cut it short. He's like, oh, man, i man, I, I can't get out right now. I was like, all right, man, cool. Oh, I'll talk to you another time. And going at it in the backseat. And I mean, I'm just like eating her out, like finger banging the hell out of her. Like I'm trying to have sex with her, like full blown, but it's like, she kind of not letting me like penetrate her. So I'm just getting what I can out of it. Right. And I mean. But she's just like the dirty talk, you know, like, oh my god, like I wanna get gangbanged and this and that. Oh my god. Mind you, I'm I'm mind you, I'm that guy. That is right up my alley. Like Oh, you're a freak. The, you know, I have a relationship. I've had a relationship with the female I'm seeing for twenty five years. Oh, okay. And this one experience that me and her had has just left me longing for something like that. Oh, um,
0: right, right, right. The, fat, I, the, I, the, I, cock, I, the cock experience.
1: Yes. I couldn't believe what the hell was going on. But I went with it. I mean, I I damn near fisted this girl. I don't know if she plays with herself a lot, but she was very desensitized down there. So oh we goodness. were pretty much in my car for like an hour and a half of just me trying to get her off. And she was like, I'm not getting out of this car until I come. But I was trying my hardest. The funny part was that <laughs> I had my dogs with me. Oh my! God. How many dogs?
0: Seat. Dogs plural.
1: I, I had two little. I got two little dogs with me. They were in the front seat, and they just poked the little heads. I'm like, "Good looking, turn around."
0: Hilarious!
1: Were they jumping uh, I, I around? no they were, they were just watching i don't i don't i don't know it was just it was it was i i I couldn't believe what was going on yeah right but um and like before she got out she was like i can't find my phone obviously she had been at a super bowl party so you know she was tipsy she wasn't drunk so the stuff that she was telling me was like i believe that's what she was she told me she had just broken up with her boyfriend and i think she had these urges but never even vocalized them with him but here she was opening up to me some stranger who she didn't even know for 10 minutes yeah so the experience was very very hot not mm-hmm. gonna lie but that was a one and done and i mean i'll tell you being an uber driver where i live i mean there are just some of the most gorgeous women like ever like it it's it's unbelievable like i mean the, the fact that you know there's some men that can't control themselves and are just like down your pigs like the way that they're they probably creep out some females and i've heard that from a lot of females but i get it like i have self-control but the level of beautiful women that you come across doing this is it's very challenging Right. Least.
0: Right. And if you're young, you sound young and young girls are getting in. I mean, like people to hook up and meet people and if you're cute and she's cute. And I'm sure maybe there's people like beside like like I was looking for salacious stories. But I bet you there's Uber drivers out there that met their girlfriends or boyfriends while driving. Anyway, let's get to all your other like non-vanilla stuff. I mean, you did have one experience with your girl, but what is all the stuff that happened that led up to it?
1: Okay, well, by listening to so many of your episodes, which I just came across your platform like a, maybe like two months ago, I've been hooked. You know, oh, I, I mean, love that.
0: That's I,
1: I take so much from so many episodes, and oh, I can relate to that, and I can relate to this. Yeah. So let me just start from the beginning, and then I'll work myself quick. I'm not gonna make this long drawn out, but you know. Okay.
0: No, I don't mind. I, I, I mean, I like. I'm, I do need an episode.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So I'm the youngest of five. Uh, I was born out of wedlock. So my parents were older. I got a brother that's twenty years older than me. So when I was little, like I only had like three sisters, no actually two sisters at the time living because you know, they were getting older, whatever. And uh, I'm talking about from like a toddler. I remember like kind of being sexualized in the way that when my sister's friends would come over, I started getting attracted to feet like at a young age. So I Oh I don't you're know, a foot
0: fetish guy. Oh
1: my god, I love feet. So Oh, much. okay, this might I, be good
0: for my foot fetish my fetish you know, Fridays episode. Yeah.
1: It's amazing because you could tell a lot from the personal care that a woman does to herself by the way she cares for her feet. And I think that's what it comes from, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if a woman's got beautifully pedicured feet, like, you could just imagine, like, my mind just starts going, I bet she's got a beautiful-shaped pussy, and this and that. So you could tell a lot <laughs> from the way that a woman maintains her feet and, and keeps her car clean, I've heard, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, keep I can see that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Want to know how to get off like you've never gotten off before? (laughs) Then you need to try omgs.com. omgs.com is a website dedicated to women's sexual health and pleasure, and it's all backed by science. The folks over at OMGS did the largest ever scientific study into women's sexual pleasure and everything they found out is in up close and personal videos on omgs.com. You get information on everything from how to start and enhance you or your partner's sexual pleasure, as well as go way beyond it. Want to know how to have multiple orgasms? Well, there are a ton of tips on omgs.com. I've used OMGS a lot, and I have to say, I dig what they're doing. There's no shame surrounding anything that they talk about, and it's honestly way overdue. So what are you waiting for? Go sign up. Go to omgs.com slash anon for a special discount that's omgs.com strictly anon for a special discount or just go to the description click on the link and sign up for omgs
1: now so anyways um that that was as as a toddler or whatever and I grew up in a border town and um I, I kind of went through something traumatic like when when I was young um, my grandparents lived in Mexico and because I was in that Generational gap where nobody was really my age in my family. I remember we were visiting my grandma's place, and they had an next door neighbor who was considerably older. I mean, he was a teenager, and I must have been around six years old, somewhere between five, six, and seven year old rating. And I went over to visit, and after a few times of hanging out with this kid, he took advantage of me, man. Like he he sodomized me.
0: Oh wow, um, that's fucked it, up. It was,
1: Yeah, it it wasn't to completion, but he was trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, I never wanted to go again. Like, I never quite was able to tell my mom because my dad didn't live in-house. So I felt like I didn't have, like, a male to defend me, and I just carried it with me. Like, I just internalized it. And so I felt like I was robbed of my innocence at a very young age. Yeah, that's sad because
0: I, I just have to say that with stuff like that, it's so common that people don't share it and i get why and but the the problem is is that if you don't share it then you just hold on to that and that kind of baggage for the rest of your life can really do damage in a lot of other yeah. areas you know it is a it's really it's it's a, such a terrible thing to have happened to somebody
1: right and so i don't remember how far after but A few years later, I must have been in like second or third grade, uh, you know, uh, I remember hanging out with some kids in the neighborhood, you know, back back here in in the United States, in the border town that that I'm from, in in Texas or whatever. And sometimes I wonder what it was about me. I don't know. But anyways, I was hanging out with these two kids and we were in their apartment and there was no adults around. And I don't know what got into them or what provoked it or what. Next thing you know, like they both whipped their dicks out on me.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 no. see, that's what's so sad about it is that you think the first time that it happens, you just assume that it's something that you did and you're really young. you don't you can't even think about anybody but yourself. And now then it, it happens again and now it even perpetuates that even more. It's not about you, it's about the other person. It's about whatever mm-hmm. they're acting out for. But mm-hmm. that's how it creates the damage because you take it on as if it's something you did or something about you.
1: And see, I really don't know, I mean, from a scientific standpoint, when it is that young boys start thinking like that, you know? Because, I mean, we were it's not in elementary- six,
0: okay? It's not fucking six. But I think sometimes right. people act out like that if it was done to them. Unfortunately, like, this kind of stuff is not like... It's not the norm, right? It's not happening to 100% of the people, but it is happening a lot, unfortunately. And that's just a fucking fact. And I just think it's like a vicious, never-ending cycle because sometimes people or young kids that are doing that, it was also done to them. Do you know what I mean? And then they're doing it to somebody else. And I mean, you're six years old, you don't even... How, you're not a sexualized being at that time. So how are you going to put that together properly in your brain? You're just not going to be able to, it's a, it's a, it's right. really b- brutal. And then right. now you're like a little bit older and I've heard these stories before, you know, and it could really affect you, you know?
1: Yeah. So uh, one of the kids was Hispanic. The other one was black. and And when they did that, the first thing that ran through my mind was like, I don't want to get beat up. So, you know,
0: I got to do what they say.
1: All I remember is that I didn't give them blowjobs, but I licked their dicks. Right, both of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. just just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't even know how I got out of that situation, but I, I I do kind of in a in a blurry sense do remember like licking both of their dicks. Right, and, and then after that, because we all lived in the same neighborhood and went to school, I remember just carrying that weight yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah, can you imagine like no. all through elementary, all through middle school, just
0: the
1: thing is, being listen, outed. A,
0: Yeah, of course. And listen, I'm a mother. When I think about if, like, that happened to my son, you know, and he carried that instead of told, told me. Like, why didn't you go tell anyone? I think I know that most people don't. I'm just – you know is it because you feel so sh- ashamed or you're worried that it's a part of yourself right like what is it about somebody I think I know the answer I'm just wondering if you could talk it out because that's the the worst thing that you could do and that's what is that's typically what people
1: do is they keep it
0: to themselves
1: Right well I didn't have a dad in house right. that I felt comfortable I mean my mom's dad about your was mom? so much older and that I, I didn't I didn't want to put that on my mom either because right. you know I I what what can a mom do you know and i just i felt like rather than make it a bigger deal let's just make it a no deal and yeah i'll i'll, I'll keep it to myself so like i said i carried that with me in the back of my consciousness and i i, I went you know grew up like that <clears throat> excuse me and by the time i got to high school i guess you'd say i blossomed right like yeah i i, I turned into a very handsome young teenager
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: because of my sisters being older, I've always been attracted to older females. So I was a sophomore because I just started high school. I lost my virginity to a girl that was a junior. Mm-hmm. I had her in the class, and I lost my virginity in the parking lot of a church. Like, right? you know, she she had borrowed her parents' car, and, you know... We, you
0: got to do what you got to do we, when you're we, that age. We, yeah, we hooked,
1: <laughs> we hooked up, and I was off to the races. Like, I, yeah. I got my first taste, and now I've been blessed. I've had luck where, like, I've never even been like the initiator. Like I've always had women who make the first move and I pick up on body language and we hook up. Mm -hmm. So when I was going into my senior year, one of my best friends was living in these apartments and um, he started messing around with this girl that was about maybe two years younger than us. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, he took her virginity. Very, very pretty young girl. And uh, you know, she went with the punches and Next thing you know, like one day, like he's on the phone and he was like, hey, did you let my friend fuck you? And she was like, yeah. And (laughs) I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah. So then, um, and he had this other guy living with him, like whose parents were kind of abusive to him. So this one time we were hanging out as teenagers do, right? Like it was like four four guys and then her and a friend. And we were, you know, smoking weed. And uh, we went back to my place. And he takes her into the bathroom and starts having sex with her. And then the other kid that lived with him, he was a little horn dog or whatever. And he's like, hey, what's up, man? And, and I guess he had heard what she had said or something like that. And at first he was like, hey, can I come in? And then my friend was like, no, no, get away. She do not want nothing to do. He's all like, well, well, what about Rick? And then he's like, yeah, Rick could come in. So I remember going in the restroom and it was so hot in there from them breathing hard and it was dark, pitch dark because they had the light it off. And I was like, come on, go to my mom's bedroom. So we went to my mom's bedroom and we both had sex with her. Like at the same time, he was getting oral and I was penetrating her and we swapped off or whatever. So that sparked off this uh, for a few weeks, just about every day. Like during the week, you know, we did this thing where like, we would have sex with her on his mom's bed. And then the other kid that was living with him and myself, like one day I'd have sex with her, one day he'd have sex with her. It was literally like a show. We were like putting on a show for each other. So that to me is what introduced me to looking at a female like that and objectifying her as a sexual object like that, right? I mean, it, it, it was it was hot. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like watching a live porn.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? I definitely do think I have to say that Um, I definitely think that a lot of times whatever you do in when you're younger, when you start to first have sex, if it's something like that, you do tend to get wired to not needing it, but really wanting that kind of a thing over and over again, whatever that is, you know, in the beginning. Well,
1: it was fun, and the, and the girl <laughs> was very pretty. So, you know, it was a lot that, that left you hooked yeah. to those emotions, to those yeah. desires. It's just insane what with, with that sparked off. So, then I graduated high school. I didn't know what I wanted to, to do. So, my mom's a nurse, and so my mom suggested that I work in a nursing home. So, I went and got my certification to become a nursing assistant. And it's funny because... This female that you know, I was in my certification class with, she had a boyfriend at the time. And then we happened to start working at the same nursing home. And we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but, you know, she she befriended me. and She started giving me rides, and I started having sex with her, you know. I, in my mind, I was like, this is my way of paying for gas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she'd come over, and she'd hang out, and, I mean, you know... Uh, She was just very different from what I was into. I was into like rap music and stuff like that. And she was into darker stuff. She already had all kinds of tattoos and stuff. And I felt bad because she had told me about some trauma she had been through where her grandfather was molesting her.
2: Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know,
1: I felt bad for her. There was no emotional attachment, but as a human being or whatever, you know, I I liked her, but not like that. So when I was working in that nursing home a few months after, this female starts working there right and she worked as a janitor i mean too pretty to be pushing a mop, right but she had just gotten out of a long-term relationship she had been living in florida with a guy and so she moved back to our hometown and she was working two jobs and so I talked to her it wasn't really like hitting on her or anything like that uh, but we would talk but there was another guy who was a few years older than me and he worked there and that's who she had her eyes set on right So, you know, I just noticed the body language and this and that. And I didn't find out until later. Well, I would gotten a brand new car and then, you know, I don't want to say that's why she started talking to me. But one day she was like, hey, you want to hang out or whatever and this and that. And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, she's 10 years older than me. I was 18. She was 28. So I never thought in a million years that I had a chance with her right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and boy did she clean up nice. and i saw her like away from work but before we actually hooked up i found out that she had hooked up with that guy so you know to be honest with you i was thinking about her before i even hooked up with her like i remember that i would go home and masturbate at, thinking about her like
2: mm-hmm.
1: being fucked by that coworker, right so we went out i think she went with me to wash my car or something like that she said she remembers like that first night where we were saying our goodbyes and like pulled her in to give her a hug and she she said she remember feeling that I was aroused so long story short like we started hooking up I'll say this about my mom like I love her to death and she gave me so many liberties that very many young men don't don't get given but she would let me bring females and let me close the door and let me have sex she rather that than worried about me what I could be getting into like into trouble like out on the streets or whatever yeah. So she started spending that at my place like all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. It was damn near—I don't say living girlfriend, but we were inseparable. I mean, a female that's that much older. The things that she was doing to me—I mean, come on, like you know, like, if a woman's being a teacher, she had me wrapped around her finger, you know, like. Right. She just blew my mind.
0: If you're like me at about 3 p.m. every day during the week while you're working, you crash and you do what we all do, which is reach for another cup of coffee. But you know what happens to me if I have another cup of coffee? I cannot sleep at night and I feel jittery and jacked up and it just ruins the rest of my day. And that is why I now use Magic Mind Productivity Drink. It's my ritual now. Every day at around that time when I still have a ton to do, I take it and it not only keeps me focused, but it keeps me going. It is the perfect substitution for a second cup of coffee. It'll make you more productive and you'll be able to get more done in less time. And that's because it has nootropics inside that improve attention focus and cognition. So if you're like me and you need that extra pick me up in the middle of the day, then get yourself some Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.co slash strictly and use my discount code strictanon to get 40% off your first subscription or 20% off your first one-time purchase. That's code anon. Use it at magicmind.co slash strictly. Now listen, the 40% off only lasts for the next 10 days, so hurry up. Go to magicmind.co slash strictly and use my code STRICTANON or just go to the description and click on the link.
1: And my best friend that, I had done that with that other girl with, we were like a threesome as far as like friendship, like mm-hmm. hanging out. And I could see that there was a chemistry between them too, because my, my girlfriend was like, he's so cute. Like, you know, cause it was almost like, like he wanted to be my twin, you know, I don't want to say he was a copycat, but you know, <laughs> we were, we were best friends, right? Yeah. So, uh, upon us hanging out or whatever, uh, I don't know why he brought it up to her i don't know if he was trying to act like a hot shot or something like that but he let the cat out of the closet about what we used to do that, to that female and he kind of planted the seeds and so you know I, I remember we even went to an adult arcade this one time and went and in, went inside a booth and started watching like a pornographic movie but it didn't go anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was like sexual tension. Like there was definitely sexual tension. I remember this one time we were going to hang out and me and this girl already lived together. And I got there and he got there before me. I saw his car. So I come in my apartment. I was like, hey, what's up? What do you guys, what were you guys doing? This and that. And they playfully suggested that they'd hooked up. And I was like, really? You guys hooked up? I was like, so then I guess you saw these, right? And I pulled her top up. <laughs> and I exposed her tits to him and he was like, Oh my god. And I was like, Yeah, I didn't think so. Cause <laughs> you wouldn't have acted like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just like some some, you know, like real playful stuff, but again, never went any further than that. And uh but I remember... you always knew
0: that you were like that kind of li- all that little stuff like turned you on.
1: Yeah, it did. It mm-hmm. did, it did. And they knew that, but we just we just never went there. Yeah. And even a few years later we were in another apartment. And I remember literally leaving them alone, going to sleep, and I'm like, I'ma see what happens. And I, I gave them hours. Right. And I remember getting up and it was like three in the morning, four in the morning. And I walked out into the living room and nothing. But they were close to each other, you know? They were like like very, very close. And I was just like, dude, do I need to like <laughs> do it for you? So um I was about to move out of town and the night before I was scheduled to move out of town we were at his place and he had just met the the mother of his child who would later become that right and you know she's just a real plain Jane woman or whatever and he starts talking to us he's like hey uh let me show you what I bought for me and my girlfriend so he pulls out like a tackle box of like French ticklers well I guess we had never seen that right and my girlfriend says to him she's like well which one are you gonna wear tonight and we just kind of like looked at each other and we, we knew what that meant that was that was the green light right and I was like oh my god it's like it's, it's gonna happen holy shit and so I started making out with her. I went down on her and, you know, we're all on the bed, right? So once he sees me that I'm like about to like get on top of her and penetrate or whatever, he gets off the bed and he lays down on the floor and, you know, I proceed to have sex with her on the bed. And then when I'm done, I get up and so he gets up and he dropped his trousers. And then she got on top of her and like, I mean, this, this whole scenario, it's been embedded in my brain. It reminds me of that, of that scene on uh, Eyes Wide Shut, where the guy keeps replaying something that he saw that just keeps replaying in his brain. And yeah. So I remember, like, he went up there and he started kissing on her breast, and then he started like making out with her, and and I, oh God, I was getting so worked up, and then, and then he penetrates her, like he sticks his dick in, it. and I'm thinking, no condom, no nothing, mm-hmm. and I didn't say nothing. I just I just watched, and like my heart was beating out of my chest. It was single handedly the most sexually euphoric experience i've ever had in my life because this is my girlfriend like i loved her it wasn't just whoever you know this was like my girlfriend girlfriend Mm -hmm. and i mean i've never been so turned on it looked amazing i guess it made me appreciate her more how hot she was by seeing somebody else enjoying her not just enjoying her but enjoying the full experience that i got Mm -hmm. and i mean he finished he completed he came inside of her and then i remember pulling her back down to the floor like where i was like i guess what we were gonna sleep tonight and, and i had to have sex with her, like again and and that's it after we finished like after i had sex with the second time that's it we went to sleep right and then that's it like the next day we went over again but another friend of ours showed up and I don't know it was kind of weird like the guy's behavior I wonder if he had a feeling that something was going on just kind of seemed weird the way he showed up it was kind of intrusive and like he wouldn't leave so it didn't happen and I wanted it to happen again that night but it didn't so I ended up moving out of town for like two or three months I had to come back because my mother had um she had knee replacement surgeries but Just the thought of that was just like consuming me. It was driving me wild, driving me wild. But while I was with her, she moved in with me and we lived together and then, you know, it it didn't work out because I was having friends over, you know, and we were smoking weed and playing video games and stuff like that. And I mean, I wasn't acting like an adult, right? So she'd move out. And then we had this, like, on and off relationship, right? And I was having sex with a lot of females. Like, working in a nursing home, being surrounded by nothing but females, I had an issue where I couldn't help myself, you know? And I've I've got this, I don't know where I heard it before, but I've heard that, you know, a guy is only as faithful as his options.
0: Yeah, I've heard that, yeah, Uh uh-huh.
1: And I had a lot of options, right? (laughs) And it wasn't because I was being, like, you know, predatory or anything. No, like the women were being predatory to me. Yeah. You they know, were coming remember, after you. Right. Yes. I mean, I remember that this one situation where this was after I came back and I started working at this one nursing home and there was there was this lady. She was a petite little Hispanic lady, right? And um, she was a nursing assistant and her husband worked another shift and he was African-American.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, to to say that she threw herself at me was almost an understatement. Right, I, you know, I mean, she put it on me, and I was like, whoa. She started calling me. She'd come over to my place, and I'd have sex with her. And I mean, even at the at the nursing home, we were having sex like in the rooms. Like, I'll probably go to hell for this, but I mean, I remember this one time, like we were providing care for this patient who was like not with it at all, and I got behind <laughs> her in there and then fucked I right in the room. To, and I was fucking her right. I was oh. fucking her from behind. Oh,
0: poor family of anyway, that poor and, person.
1: And we hear a knock on the door, and housekeeping. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, damn near push her off of me, and we're like, the thrill of almost getting caught. It was intense. It was yeah. Intense. <laughs> okay. But after a while, I, I I had to cut it off uh, because I started having sex with another female, and then I started having sex with another female. I was I was kind of out of control. Like, look looking back but i mean i was i was a young guy who was who was exploring his options or whatever yeah and so we we moved we finally ended up moving my girlfriend and i we moved permanently to a bigger city uh, in texas and when we relocated over here same thing like we started i started working in nursing home and there was a daughter of one of the patient's sons who came by to visit her grandma. And I guess she was attracted to me. It was like, hey, you want to go out and hang out sometime? And like my girlfriend very, very quickly, as soon as we moved over here, she started withholding sex from me. And I was like, are you serious? Like, why did I bring you out here? I didn't need a roommate. What what are you doing? And then here, this, this other female was like wanting me to hook up. And I remember just like leaving and going to hang out with this female and uh, you know my girlfriend knew what i was doing pretty much and so she she of course she was upset and she was like you know what fuck it so she ended up moving out so she got her own place Mm -hmm. and she was into like the partying scene or whatever and she was caucasian but but the the clubs that she liked going to were predominantly like all african-americans so after she got her place, a few weeks later, I went to visit her. And, you know, we were having our issues or whatever, and uh, I I looked on on her on her table and I saw blood. You know, cause she wasn't a weed smoker, and she always gave me shit about smoking weed. And I was like, what "Fuck is that?" And it seemed like a, like as soon as I brought it up, like I hear a knock on the door, and I go and I open the door, and it's the guy. And he's all like, "Is uh is Ashley there?" And I was like, yeah, man, but she's busy. And then he kind of looked at her and was like, you know, you try to get confrontational. I don't know what she had told him about some of the issues that we were having. You know, I I never put hands on her or something like that, but he, he kind of tried to get like confrontational. I was like, like he, he looked at her and was like, you gonna be all right or something like that? And I looked at him and was like, yeah, man, she's gonna be all right, man. Don't, don't you worry about her. And I closed the door and he left and I was like, are you fucking him? And she was like, no, it's some guy mad, blah, blah, this and that. So, I mean, I'm thinking, she's into black guys? Like, you know, it just caught me off guard, you know? And I'll say this, (laughs) when that happened, it led me down a rabbit hole of interracial porn because even though she told me they didn't hook up, in my mind, I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, he showed up for a reason. Like, you know, he wasn't expecting me to be there. Right, and, and that
0: turned you on. You wanted that to be true. You played that out yes, as a fantasy. Yes. Right, yes. once you realized you and, were into it. You
1: know, I mean, I- I'd watched porn before, like, most guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you left me to my devices, I really went down that rabbit hole. And I was, right. I was just fucking hooked. Mm-hmm. And so she really didn't even own up to it or admit it until like a year later we were in my apartment and and i was like come on man like quit quit playing i mean like it's it's driving me crazy did you fuck him or not and she's like yes and you know i didn't tell her to stop but you know she had she had an episode where like somebody broke into her apartment and she had just hung out with him and it, it was it was the, the way it was done, it's like they didn't really steal anything, but we kind of put it off that it was on him. Yeah. So she ended up moving out and moving him back in with me. But like I said, she was withholding sex from me, and then I started messing with another female from work. And so it was just this whole, like, off again, on again, off again. And, like, she ended up... uh like a year or two later hooking up with them again and and then there was a vendor from her work who she also started seeing as well who who had a girlfriend and a child and and so she she was seeing two guys Mm -hmm. and i remember i was out of town with my mom and here she's telling me that she's fucking these two dudes and i just I was losing my mind.
0: But in a good and way, I, losing it, like, in a good way, you were losing your mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah because it, it was just turning me on, like, the mm-hmm. thought of, of, of her having sex with, with black guys that are well-endowed, because, I mean, I'm I'm not in doubt, like, there's nothing I can do about it, you know, I can't yeah. grow a bigger dick, Yeah. and yeah. she told me that the guy she lived with before me in Florida was, was like, very, very well-endowed,
2: mm-hmm. so...
1: I, I knew she was into that and sometimes you know when you find that out and you're a guy like you know you can't help but be left and I, I developed this once I found out she was into black guys like that like I developed a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, of inadequacy a complex of inadequacy mm-hmm. because like I'm not packing like that so like why is she with me you know like I don't know if I, if I was a female, if I could do the same thing, like, you know, go back to something that's not as satisfying as this, this thing. Right. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I remember this one time, like I came over and I had just dropped off this one female that another friend of mine's girlfriend had hooked me up with, you know, it didn't go well. And I showed up at her place and when she opened the door, she was like, Oh, I thought you were so-and-so. And I was like, what some guy just left She's all like, "Yeah," I was like, "You were having sex with him?" She was like, "Yeah." <laughs> she was like, "But I I can't I can't come with him." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I want you right now," right? And but she wouldn't let me have her like right then. She had to take a shower. And in my mind, like she took like a ten to fifteen minute shower, and I'm like, "Yeah, I I could just I could just imagine like this guy was 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 fucking her without a condom as well or something like that because I know like come on, like, I saw with my two eyes, like, condoms aren't the first thing on her mind, right? Mm-hmm. And actually, like, going back to when we first got here and the whole thing with the black guy, it's like, she ended up pregnant. Oh, really? And she had an ectopic pregnancy, so it wasn't, you know, like, she lost it. Yeah. But, but to me, she'll never admit that it was by this other guy. And I know it couldn't have be been me because, you know, when I have sex with females and when I get comfortable, like I, I come in them and I've never gotten anybody pregnant. So to me, it it just made sense that it had to have been this other guy who got her pregnant. It wasn't me, but you know, when I bring it up, she'll get offended or whatever. she, So she's always downplayed and will never admit to that, you know, but in my mind, I'm pretty sure that it was the guy that got her pregnant on me. Right. But, um yeah so and and i see the way she gets around african-american guys like it it drives her nuts and just to to see the way that she she gets kind of giddy and stuff like that like i get turned on because i want to see it again like right
0: that's like your fantasy the
1: problem that she had the problem that she had with my friend at one time and why it never happened again was because He came in like less than 10 minutes. I mean, this was his first experience having sex without a condom. Mm -hmm. So I could just imagine, you know, the, just the, the sexual tension. I mean, because I know he was falling in love with her. Right. Like there was a time when they met in the parking lot and he was telling her all my dirty laundry. Like he pulled an asshole move. Like he didn't have to do that to have hooked up with her, but I think he was trying to take her from me. She Mm -hmm. did. She had she had done something where like she knew I was gonna meet up with this female.
0: Right. Did she ever find out that you were cheating on her?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I was sloppy, you know. I mm-hmm. was washing I was washing the comforters. <laughs> you know, she'd come home from work and like, fuck are you doing? I'm washing the comforters. <laughs> so so lo and behold, it was what happened is that in the apartments we were living in, another buddy of mine was messing with this girl. And this was like almost like two years later, so now she's two years older. And she got hotter, you know. I mean, she's she's growing into her own, like as a young lady. And the, I I saw her walk into school this one time, and and, and I drove up and I was like, hey, what's up? Hey, you want me to go hang out for a while? And yeah, she was with it. So I took her back to her apartment, and I started having sex and with her, and it kind of became a semi regular thing. And and my girlfriend found out. So that's that's really what started all the cheating with me. Right. Did you? Can I
0: just ask you a quick question? Sure. Uh, sure. You did the cheating, whatever. Uh, did you ever, like, wind up hooking up with guys ever, or do you ever fantasize about that? Like, because sometimes the cuck thing does have to do with somebody being a little bit bisexual. Sometimes it doesn't. It's not always the case, but I always ask when someone has that as their fantasy.
1: Right. Um. I will say that after I went down that, that interracial porn rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and and there there was this one time where where me and her were I guess pillow talking after sex or whatever before sex and you know I don't know why she would have told me something like this but she was like when we were talking about that and she was like well you probably liked it and I was like that's that's fucked up like I was like six or seven years old or somewhere in that age. I was like, how, how could I possibly have liked it? Like, I was too innocent to know what sex was, you know? Like, she couldn't understand why I did what I did, you know? Because she was the first person that I ever told about that. Yeah, but I you didn't do of...
0: anything. You were forced to. Like, you didn't do what well, you I did. Well,
1: I wasn't forced to do it. I did it because I thought, well, why else would they pull their dicks out on me no no you were you were
0: afraid no i'm sorry you were in a situation where you had two guys there you didn't feel like you had a choice you thought you were going to get fucking beat up so you did what you had to do to get past it that was not something you chose to do for fun do you know what i mean
1: right but for sure when she told me that when she told me that you probably liked it you know i thought about it and you know the Black kid was considerably more uh, endowed. And I do kind of recall the same kind of feeling that I had when I was watching my best friend having sex with her. I was having an adrenaline rush when that happened. And so when I went down that rabbit hole of interracial porn, I I started getting attracted to, because to me when i watched her have sex like i just really got turned on by watching her pussy getting fucked and it really fucking turned me on so when i started watching the racial porn that that's what i like i like watching whether it's latinas or white women with beautiful vaginas getting penetrated like that shit really fucking turns me on Mm -hmm. and so i when she told me that i started thinking back i was like Maybe that did turn me on. So I think I'm orally bi-curious. I am orally bicurious. curious i do not know if I would go through with it and do it because I know how I am and I'm going to feel the shame. But there's something that's there that I, I would probably want to blow a guy after he's had sex with her to taste her on him.
0: Right. You have that. I mean, listen, sometimes those kinds of early things that happen do a, do wind up wiring you for that, too. Sometimes, even if it's not your choice, it's, and even if it's a negative experience. And that could be confusing as well. I was just wondering right. if it was there, uh, if you had done anything like that yet. You know, I don't know. No, so, no, I
1: haven't been, And yet I, I don't know why she 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 thinks that at some point, see, you know, maybe she's would whole,
0: like that to
1: happen. Like maybe that's a whole, projection
0: of what she's into.
1: No, I don't, I don't think so. Because we look, we've had these talks. Like I went down that Craigslist rabbit hole at one point myself and, um, I had given her access to my email. I guess it was for purposes of using some app and she started going through my emails and she saw sometimes where I was like following where I was emailing somebody, um, and I think these were like couples who were looking for a third and I was emailing them. And so she found those emails and and some of them were, were to just like single females as well. But most of those were bots and she didn't understand the whole thing of bots. She was like for sure that I, that I had been hooking up and this and this. And I was like, look, you caught me. I'm not going to lie. This is what it is. Like these are bots you know yeah these weren't actual like real people that i hooked up with so to this day she thinks that's bullshit and i was like no these are these are bots like i never met up with anybody not once yeah i'm pretty open with her like you know i'm i'm very very transparent i'm I'm not one of these guys who just keep lying and lying no i've owned all of my baggage and i have so much of it you know yeah so i i love her because of that because she accepts me but at the same time that's kind of what keeps us from progressing like as a couple because she has all this resentment towards me and, and i don't blame her like i understand but you know she is the love of my life you know mm-hmm. but um so a couple of years ago it's gotta be like two years ago now like i i came across reddit and you know going down that rabbit hole i to read that there were other guys that were into what i'm into was was such a relief because here i felt like shit like i have these feelings you know, i can't talk to them i can't talk about that to anybody and i i started opening up about those feelings and urges to one of my other best friends who happened to be there that one night when we all hooked up like i told you there was four of us guys two girls so that one guy that was there and knew that we had hooked up so i guess this was after we had that threesome or whatever he he bragged to my other friend about having had sex with my girlfriend in front of me right so like the cat was out the bag and so i owned up to it so it, it was it just kind of led to this one thing where i i opened up to him rather than be in denial or anything i, I started you know i i started talking to him and i remember this one time so i was hooking up with this other female and i took a picture of her vagina you know <laughs> she had a fairly attractive vagina right and uh and I and my girlfriend really never let me take pictures of her vagina as well so i had a picture of her vagina as well and so I send them these two pictures and I was like, which one of these do you you think is hot? And he's like, damn, man, you're a lucky dude, man. Like, they're both, they're both pretty damn hot. And he's all like, but this other one, the one that's on my girlfriend. See, the first time I had sex with my girlfriend, it was almost the last because after we had sex, I was like, "Damn, girl, you got a fat pussy. Like, that's so hot. And like, she slapped me because she thought it was an insult.
0: Yeah. yeah, She didn't realize you liked that.
1: Well, I've never seen nothing like that. Well, I've never even seen the shaved vagina. You know, this was like in 19...
0: I know, I get it. But listen, I need to give a PSA. No, but listen, this is a PSA to women, if anyone's listening. Like, this is what happens when you send guys naked pictures of yourselves. Like, I do not put it past guys to share those pics with other guys. Like, trust me, that shit happens. This is proof. We're going to wrap it up now. But this is proof that guys do show that shit to other people. (laughs)
1: Right, so I I showed him those two pictures and I asked him, well, like I said, and he's all, well, but this one, he's all, that shit looks like like a moose knuckle, like it's so fucking hot. it looks like it's so warm and this and that, and I was like, well, that's that's Ashley, and he's like, oh shit, and so you know, but he didn't say anything else, right? And so when I'm texting him, and I was like, so what did you think? I sent that message to my girlfriend instead of him. Yeah. So, so she found out that I'm sharing like her picture right yeah and and you know she got upset, but it's not like she got she made a big old deal about it, but she wasn't happy about it so then like a year later or whatever, I took some more pictures that were more intimate close-ups and she was like, what are you trying to take these pictures of me for so you could share them with your friend and I was like, does it bother you that i that I wanted to show you off because they're hot and she was like, So she let me send them to him. Mm -hmm. And I did. And, you know, because he's a photographer. And he was like, damn, man, those are those are pretty amazing. So I had these pictures. And then she told me that she had been telling about this vendor who had been hitting on her. So I'm like, well, go ahead, go ahead and do it. Like, why even tell me about it if you're not going to, you know, Mm -hmm. go through with it? And so I read their text or whatever, and he was just pussyfooting around. And so I sent those pictures to him. Right. And he like, was like, here you go. Yeah. And at first he was acting like, okay, yeah, man, sure. He's like, you want to double team or i like, no, no, no. Honestly, this is just about her. Like, I, I would love to watch, but it's not like I'm trying to, like, be in there with you. Like, you know. And he he got cold feet. Like, he, the thing was that he, he asked her, hey, are these your pictures? And she denied it. And she said, no, it, it, it's not me. So I think he thought I was maybe catfishing him. Yeah, some people,
0: I think a lot of people would think like something like that is either too good to be true. Some people would be intimidated. I think a situation like that is very loaded for a lot of people. Not, I don't think 100% of the time a guy is like, yeah, I'm fucking down with that. I think a lot of times you're going to get a guy feeling weird about it for a number of reasons. You know, of course, you're going to come across guys that are totally into it. But I don't think that that's the majority. I think a lot of guys might have. A lot of uh, reasons why they wouldn't, you know. But anyway, listen, I have to wrap this up because we are at an hour. I feel like those were all your stories. I... Uh, you know, I'm so glad that you called in and shared all your stories with me. Like, I do hope you get to live out more of your fantasies and like, what would your future look like? Give me like a one sentence like thing. Like, what is your future look like if you were to paint it the way you want it to be? Meaning sexually speaking, like, what would you be living out? Like, what would your intimate life be like if if you could make the decisions right now? Or if you so could I've, plan I've,
1: it. I've got another best friend that I hang out with. And this guy, like, I mean, he's he's a very confident guy. And yeah. I, I wish that she'd be willing to, to explore that with him. So, but
0: I mean, in general, not just that one specific thing. So, in general, you would want her to be always hooking up with other guys. Like, you would want that kind of situation. So, the stuff that you hear on my show of guys that have their hot wife, right? So that, so wife, that right? I can watch,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't want her going on dates. and No, no, no. I, I wouldn't... Have, be no. a participant yeah, yeah, yeah. or spectator.
0: Yeah. yeah, I get it. So you would want to be like a cock and have her be a hot wife with you yes. uh, watching and joining all the time, because Absolutely. to you, I think it's, I think it's a lot of how it has to do with that young, when you and your friend were doing that girl a lot, you experienced that very young. And I think that probably plays a lot into what you want and need in your life now. So I wish Well, you... I mean,
1: she's a hot female. And to me, it, it really turns me on knowing
0: that other people do. Yeah, that's it what it's about. It. I think a lot of guys don't feel that way, but the guys that do, it's about kind of having their own girl be their porn star, watch her, share right. her. That, you know. That's it right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, that's what it's about. Um. But yeah, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your Uber story sharing all the rest of your stories make sure to listen to uh, a guy named Ali he reminds me of you an episode with Ali it's a great episode it reads like a good story he's got a lot of crazy uh, stories and he had like like, he had a beginning where he had like a lot of threesomes with his friend and then you know everything that followed followed so I think you'll enjoy his episode people are going to enjoy yours thank you so much Rick for coming on and Keep me posted if you ever like live out more of your fantasies.
1: Great, thank you very much, Kathy. Thank you,
0: Rick. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube